Hey guys, this is Nikki DeSalvatore and welcome to A Mom and a Mic. This is a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network and was created to provide a safe place for women of every age, every walk of life, and every background. My prayer for you is to find solace, comfort, laughter, and hope, and inspiration as we journey through this adventure called Life Together. Today I want to share with you episode number 15, called When Nothing Goes Right, Go Left. If you would like to share today's episode with a friend, or would like today's show notes, just go to amamanamite.com and look for episode number 15, called When Nothing Goes Right, Go Left. Also, I would love for you to reach out and connect with me on my Facebook page, A Mom and a Mike. Here you will find the words of inspiration, reminders to keep you motivated, and dialogue to get you through the week, hopefully making you smile and laugh. Our heart races, our head starts to spin, and in a matter of seconds, every inch of our body completely tightens up. For most of us, we've experienced both the physical and psychological reactions when things go wrong. We know what it's like to receive that call, or to hear the words, it's over, or to realize just a little too late that what is done is done, and there's nothing, absolutely nothing we can do about it. But what I'm here to tell you today is this. There is something you can do, and with just a few simple strategies, you can put a pause on panic and turn your road back in the right direction. After all, when nothing goes right, go left. Number one, treat prayer as medicine. Have you ever asked someone going through a trial if they needed anything? In which they responded, you know, there's really nothing you can do. All we can do is just pray. That's because for so many, prayer seems like the last resort. The do this after everything else has been exhausted kind of thing. We're trained that to accomplish something, we must see it to believe it. In other words, we think what is done in the physical realm has more value than what God can do in the spiritual realm. All because it's tangible and it's something we can see. It's a checklist that can be marked off to hopefully bring the miracle that we were needing. It's the sense of accomplishment that we've done everything we can to solve the problem. But do you really know the recipe for miracles? It's our faith. Our faith mixed with God's word is the catalyst for miracles. 1 John 5, 14-15 says, And we can be confident that he will listen to us whenever we ask him for anything in line with his will. And if we know he is listening when we make our request, we can be sure that he will give us what we asked for. So, let's talk about this. What is God's will? Well, it's simply this. His will for us is to be blessed, happy, healthy, and lacking nothing. Some think, well, you know, I'm just going to sit back and if something's meant to be, it'll be. But it doesn't work like that. It takes doing our part as well. And that is going to the Father in prayer and being bold with faith that He hears us. You know, I used to think when I was little, I should only bother God when I had a significant problem, that I shouldn't waste his time on every little thing. Boy, was I wrong. He not only hears our little cries, but he cares about our minor troubles from day to day. I also learned not to put limitations on the Lord, believing he'll only answer prayers that seem somewhat promising. I had to remind myself that the Bible says, but with God, everything is possible. Not just what I deem is possible. Number two, create the picture in your head. 
So after you go to Christ about whatever the problem is, then it's time to picture that problem resolved in your mind. See, victory in any situation first begins with you. If it's healing you need, ask the Lord to align your body with His Word. And His Word says that He wants to see us whole, healthy, and with favor. Whether it be picturing yourself healthy, confident, with a new job, achieving whatever goal you wish to attain, whatever it is, every night before you go to bed, visualize it becoming reality in your mind. So here's the hard part. You have to do this no matter what. No matter what the doctor says, keep imagining yourself healed. No matter what your job notified you of, keep imagining yourself employed. No matter what your age is, keep imagining yourself with the person you could finally call your soulmate. No matter what, ask the Lord for what you want and ask Him to guide you. Open doors for you and believe that He will do that for you until you see it come to pass in the physical realm. Number three, go to plan B. When plan A doesn't happen, go to plan B. Life has to be flexible, and we have to know that a plan is just a plan. It's a blueprint, an outline that can and will be changed. When things don't go the way we arranged, it's not wasted. We can't look at it that way. Everything has a purpose. Ask the Lord to reveal this purpose to you. What may surprise you is that plan B may just contain a blessing far greater than anything plan A could have offered. Number four, connect. Don't live out of fear. Live out of connection. Surround yourself with those who love you because that's what true friends do. They find each other's light. Number five, think, what do I know? In my classroom, I use this strategy for when my kids have to figure out word problems in math. I say, look at the facts. What do you know? Well, the same question can be used whenever a problem arises to prevent our minds from running away from us. Stop and think, what do I know? What is true about the situation? What do the medical results actually tell me? Not what the symptoms made me feel like I had. Maybe there's rumors that your job may be severed. What do you actually know? What are the facts? Does that mean that you'll lose your house or not have enough money to live? No. It means that dirt road is closed for you, but a super advanced highway is now opening. Taking the emotions out and sticking with what you know keeps your mind from presenting a problem that was never really actually there. Number six, one word, temporary. Nothing on this earth is forever. And this too will pass. Meditating on that simple fact will help hold the problem in its proper place. Number seven, change your environment. Go outside, go to a coffee shop, go get some ice cream. Do anything but stay where you are. For some reason, when you change the environment from the place you were when you received the bad news, you're given a fresh perspective. Being around places and things that bring you comfort seem to lessen the sting of whatever is currently happening in your life. Number eight, think baby steps, not leaps. Instead of jumping straight to the possible solutions, start small. Think, what's one thing I could do at this very moment to help my situation? It could mean grabbing someone's arm and asking for a hug or just taking a moment to sit down and breathe. Whatever it is, think small. 
just like the wave begins with a single ripple, so will tiny steps lead to leaps of victory. Number nine, grant yourself permission to feel. God knows your heart and he knows what you're feeling. Don't try to mask what was really going on in your life. Jesus doesn't toss you out if you doubt. Uncertainty and feeling scared are a natural part of life. You may say to yourself, well, if I just avoid thinking about this or suppress my feelings, aka sweep them under the rug, it'll just go away. In other words, if I don't talk about it, it doesn't exist, right? But when you avoid the negative feelings and just sweep them under the rug, the opposite ends up happening and the problem grows instead of regresses. Number 10. Don't give up. When you look at noble people throughout the years, people you might have admired or respected or accomplished great things, what's the common thread between them? They don't give up. They don't quit. Look at Michael Jordan. He was actually cut from his high school basketball team and has become one of the greatest basketball players of all time. I was reading this quote about him and I just love this quote. He says, I have missed more than 9,000 shots in my career. I have lost almost 300 games. On 26 occasions, I have been entrusted to take the game-winning shot and I missed. I have failed over and over again in my life. And that is why I succeed. Look at Walt Disney. His former newspaper editor actually told Walt that he lacked imagination and had no good ideas. What? And what about J.K. Rowling? She was broke, divorced, and a single mom, but never gave up writing. Now she's one of the richest women in the world. See, failure doesn't feel good, and when things go wrong, we react. But in that initial moment when we're faced with a problem, keep in mind this one thing. You will get through this. If you don't quit. In the words of J.K. Rowling herself, she said, It is impossible to live without failing at something, unless you live so cautiously that you might as well not have lived at all, in which case you fail by default. No matter who you are, or what walk of life you come from, our journey here will include hard times. This is something that is out of our control there's something we can control, and that is how we react. We can walk around in constant panic as to the possibilities that may attack us, choosing to live on the surface for fear if we lived life, we would end up getting hurt. But then what have we done? We've just merely survived life. We haven't experienced it. Recognize we have just one. One life to jump into with all its possibilities. One life to face the challenges and breathe through the lessons. One life to climb over the rock in the road and allow it to shape us and not destroy us. One life to sacrifice risk for relationships, vulnerability for victories, and complacency for chances of a lifetime. In the words of Marianne Williamson, Nothing binds you except your thoughts. Nothing limits you except your fear. And nothing controls you except your beliefs. You know, sometimes the road to the ultimate blessing isn't always the right one. Often, it's the road you stumbled across when you decided to do something different and just go left. Until next time, my friend, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May he shine his face upon you and give you peace. Know that the light in me acknowledges, honors, loves, and respects the light within you. Thanks so much for tuning in to A Mom and a Mic Podcast. 
You have blessed my life by being here with me. This has been a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. If you want to reach out and connect with me on Facebook, you can find me on my A Mom and a Mike group page, NickStang123 on Instagram, or at NickyDeSalvatore1 on Twitter. If something spoke to your heart today, or if you just want to be kind, please subscribe to the show and leave a five-star rating. Remember, be strong, be encouraged, be loved.